This week's Loud and Proud podcast is brought to you by Healthy Meals. Do you ever feel like not cooking and getting something healthy and getting a takeaway but it being healthy? Well, Healthy Meals offer you that solution. They'll deliver right to your doorstep or pick them up in various locations all around Loud. And guess what? If you say Loud and Proud to them, they give you 10% off. They do three meals, five days a week, for 60 euro so if you mention loud and proud you'll get 10% off that so it doesn't get much better than that and the food is absolutely delicious it's calorie counted it's healthy and you get 10% off once you mention loud and proud they also offered meals to football teams to individuals to ladies teams there's a really big input of uh, ladies teams getting uh, food off um, healthy meals They'll come and get it pre-packaged, pre-delivered after their training, during training and before matches as well. So it's a really, really, really good offer and good service. And get 10% off while you can. Just say loud and proud to them. Right, okay, this week's podcast. We have Wayne Kieran's back and he's talking the dubs. And here they come. Louth, O'Brien, O'Neill, Conlon, White, Coleman, Bean, Riley, Cunningham, O'Donnell, Lynch, McDonnell, Rose, Smith, Blood and Meehan. Breaks inside to Stephen White. The one man that can do it and he's done it. A goal for Louth. Paulo Hanlon, a vital touch. Now he's Stephen White to his right. This must be it. It is. I don't believe it. Kildare must be out of the Leicester Championship. At midfield, wearing number eight, the first all-star ever from Louth, would you welcome Paddy Keenan. Arguably the most popular of tonight's winners, Paddy has led from the front for Louth since his championship introduction in 2003. Here's a chance for Rooney! What a goal by JP Rooney! And then it happened. Bean sends in from the sideline and Sean Cunningham finishes it to the net. Louth are in front. And here it is. Now the All-Ireland champions for the third time. Welcome back to the pod. Uh, delighted to have you here in, in the studio. Um, okay, before we look for the big Deluma game, we'll talk about uh, we'll talk about the, the game that was Wexford. Uh, we spoke in the last pod about having your players autonomous and going off their own bat. I think down the last eight minutes, they certainly came up trumps for you. It was all on the pitch. Like you couldn't, you couldn't really get through to them. Like at that stage, and they, they did it. They came through for you. Did I? Did it? They certainly did. Yeah, and that was the, the the big thing. The big pause that we took out of the game is that how well we finished the game. Like um, the last ten minutes and even injury time. So um, we finished really strong. So that's a brilliant reference point for for us have going forward that we can finish games really strong. Yeah, Some yeah. of the games in the league, like the Offaly game in the league, we finished really strong. We got that instance of luck, of course, but you know we put them under that much pressure. Um, even Westmead, um, even though we just didn't get the win, you know we were down in that game. We finished strong to get a draw. So it's something that um, it's great to have in your locker, and it's a good experience for the boys to know that they can finish strong games like that. Um. So yeah, we were really pleased. We focused a lot on it there um in our video work this week and you know what we've been talking about. But um I think that in fairness that the other parts of the performance is definitely scope for improvement. I don't know whether the call comes from you or whether it's made on the pitch by some of the leaders. Um but there was a call made to press up on Wexford and it worked it worked a treat like and it's great it must be great for you 
and it executes on the pitch. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like we we know to press up because it, we've done it before and we know it works. So it's not necessarily us screaming on the sideline saying we got to press up here. The guys know. Listen, right, we have sorry. these guys. Let's do what we've done before. Let's have the same outcome as we had before. And you know they're getting very good at that. It's just there's so many instances in the game and so many detail in the game. We have to get good at all the other things as well, and that obviously takes time. Yeah, yeah, and I suppose another thing that's taking time, and it's it looks to be, you're, you're again you're you're backing up your own words, you're picking a panel on merit, like a, you're picking a team on merit. Yeah, and it's it's showing, it's coming across. Like I, so I'd say anyone listening has sat in a team meeting at the start of the year and they say, lads, whoever trains, they get on. Yeah, and come the championship, the lad who was uh, wasn't training and, and came out when the clocks went forward gets the run, and that just demoralizes everyone. I know it. You you have to you have to make sure that your every single person that you have out in your training page is engaged and feels to have a chance. Okay. So as you say, you can talk about that <laughs> and promise them the sun, moon, and stars, or else you can put it into action. And it really, it's it's a cultural thing, really. You know, they, they got to know if you don't pull your weight in training. If you miss training for whatever reason, and there's genuine reasons why lads with all that's going on in their lives miss training with work and pressures, but if there's a consistent something consistent there that you're not up to speed, or the other side of the coin is if there's lads that are just absolutely bouncing off the pitch, if they're pushing, knocking the door, then you can't ignore them. So you have a flow in and out of match day panels and teams and. The team, I suppose, is settled, relatively settled, but the panel is there's always places up for grabs in the panel and the team. It kind of works in both ways. Like if you give them that empowerment, they're going to work hard in the field. But it's very hard for a manager to do. Like yeah, it's a balancing act, really, isn't it? It's just you know, you you as I said, you definitely want to create that culture where nothing's closed, and you know the guy that's not is is busting his backside and training and has a high level of quality in training. Um, doesn't feel he's never going to get a chance. That's it's a bad cultural situation to be in. But I I think we have a pretty much right now that the guys know that, you know, if they want to be involved, it's really up to them. And you can see it as well from interviewing the boys. These are all singing off the same hymn sheet. Like even uh, you must you have them all brainwashed, do you? No, well, <laughs> like that's something that I suppose comes from my own experience in the in the with the minor camp. Um. There's there's just principles that they have to have unless or they won't be involved. Like and you know we obviously want them to work hard and have intensity, and they want you know the pressure starts from the forwards all the way back to the defenders, and you're you're constantly trying to work to turn the ball back over. But you you won't get that by just talking about it. You have to mentally and physically condition them to do it in training. And I think people miss a trick. They all want intensity and they all want everybody working hard, but. Their training and their preparations, it doesn't, it doesn't um, empower them to do it. The type of training that we do, and you know, you can't shout and roar and address them at the weekend and say, "Lads, we have to work hard. We have to show intensity." If they're not absolutely training like demons during the week at that intensive stuff, and it sounds simple, but um, you know, going back to the again to the minor teams that we had, you know, you had to work so so hard or else you know you, you knew you weren't going to be part of the team but it's even down to like the lads will all say it's not even about winning it's about performance it's not even about who we're playing it's all it's even 90 percent us 10 percent them yeah like they're really taking what you're saying on board well you know when you talk about what all the stuff you need 
to win football matches like you, you have your obviously you have to be fit you have to be organized you have to have talented footballers but the mentality is a massive thing so if people go out thinking the only thing i have to I have to win this game i have to win this game you know if i don't win this game you know the house falls there and that's not the way it is you have to perform and do all the individual things to allow you to win a football match and i think that's very important like it's not binary win or lose you know obviously we want to win but you have to get into a situation where if you realize if you deliver a performance and all the little detail that goes into performance you'll end up winning yeah yeah binary that's a big word yeah tell, tell I, I don't fully know what it means well it's not it's not a zero or one it's not it's not it's not win and everything is fantastic it's not lose and everything is terrible you know there's nothing to my mind there's nothing black or white in football it's always gray if if you you win against Wexford and you're delighted but the performance has to improve and will improve you go and you you have a league campaign is where you fell short on one score um so everything's not a disaster everything's not fantastic you have to realize that what is the detail that's going to get you that little extra score and that you know to, to actually get promoted and it's just you know it, it's just the way I, I sort of say it myself is it's not um and everything's not fantastic and it's something's always in the middle you know what I mean you always have a considered opinion and you never jump to one conclusion or the other too quickly that's the way I am anyway. and speaking on the league a couple of learning points it's probably best kept secret that you are you are banned for 12 weeks yeah. but I give you a couple of learning things nearly off the pitch you could look at loud and then it was supposed to learn a disciplinary for reason for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walk away, yeah. Simon, <laughs> guardian of Dharma. Um. Let's take a quick break from Wayne to talk about healthy meals. They offer you three delicious meals five days a week for 60 euro they'll deliver to you locally too how good is that how great is that so you don't even have to move a muscle all the good healthy calorie counted food comes to your door so let's get back to Wayne yeah no it was it was a difficult situation but as you was say, it lonely like was it it was yeah it was, it was difficult like when you know you're obviously not on the sideline you can't you know give the support to the boys but in some ways, yeah, you know, it was good because the boys looked after the team on match day perfectly. You know what I mean? We had all our work done during the week, and uh, it was it was sort of just became the norm really that uh, I wasn't standing on the sideline. Uh, but as you said, it was a learning process for me. Um, you know, you could talk about it in the rights and wrongs of it till the cows come home. But my idea was just look, respect the disciplinary process, and and just get it over with, and that's what we did really. You probably took a lot out of it as well, though. Knowing you, you would you would take all right. I'm I'm out for twelve weeks. I have to learn from this situation. Maybe I go into the stand to get a better viewpoint or improve my communication. That's it. Yeah. Or... Yeah. Exactly. It even hammers home to the more the point that you know your work is done during the week. It's not about shouting and roaring a match day. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's really. You have all your options, and hopefully your decisions would be good and match there. But yeah, it was it was a difficult one, but it's 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 gone now. So it's just look looking forward, and as you say, learn. Yeah, and I suppose this is the week. This yeah. is the week you wanted. This is like I suppose you look back, Port Leash last year. Didn't think you'd be back. 
on the line over loud against all Ireland champions in Port Leash. So that must be like amazing on a personal point. It is surely because if you're talking about a personal point like last year in um in that game, that championship game in Port Leash, it was the lonely place standing on the sideline and I have to say I felt you know, that we were poor in the day and nothing went right for us really and, you know, we deserve, we got what we deserved. So to be back again, yeah, it's good. It's amazing how quickly the year went past. Um so yeah, personally it's great to lead your county against the All Ireland champions, but it'll be even better if uh, we all, you know, stick together and really deliver a real strong performance because that would really give the county a lift, not just me. And then even like must be great like to be sink your teeth into Dublin like you're you're going to scheme now for the we probably have been scheming for a couple of weeks mm. and now like you get to scheme so it must be great to get like, yeah it's a challenge like to isn't enjoy it yeah. that, like there is an enjoyment in that yeah absolutely going against the best that's what he said when the draw was made you know people saying oh no we've potentially to play Dublin and but that that's a massive positive like it's there's no better team around this last four years than Dublin and to challenge yourselves against them is it's unbelievable and you're the talk of the country for the week you know if you put in a good performance you're the talk of the country for the following week yeah yeah um so there's there's a lot of positivity around it it's obviously going to be a very difficult game and um, they're solely finely tuned and everything about them is so polished um so we're looking forward but we, we just want to make sure that you know we we perform and that we do ourselves justice because if we do ourselves justice people can see how good these loud footballers are you know what I mean mm. like I don't think they get the credit they deserve because we're, we're such a low profile but if we perform big days like this people will start to, um, to see oh there's there's good work going on in loud and there's good players in loud and yeah. that would be a fantastic sort of outcome you know what I mean rather than a win or a loss yeah yeah and I suppose that's a great way of looking at it I have a blank sheet of paper in front of you probably not great radio could you you could draw out the, the blueprint your blueprint of beating Dublin, like you, you have certain things in your head. Yeah. Um. Well, that's all. What about, would you put there in that blank sheet? Well, you have to put. You have to take them out of their comfort zone. You have to put them under pressure. Um. So obviously, their restart is a massive part of their game. So can you put them under pressure from them? Um. You know their organisation at the back. They don't cough up a lot of scores. And um, so can you take the right decisions? And we've been working all week now on our decision making, building attacks. Um, because we 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 weren't great at that at Wexford. No, um, our no. attack, our attack, um, shot to attack ratio was poor. So, it's you know it, it's it's rather than stop them. Obviously, there's things you have to do to try and put, as I said, take them out of their comfort zone. But rather than stop them, it's just improving all the little processes we have, and see can we put them under pressure? Because I think we have the quality. Um, to put them under pressure, any team under pressure, any high level team under pressure, and you know, with our good slick football that we can play, was just a question of delivering the right options and the right decisions at the crucial times. That's impressed people at the start of the year. Like, yeah, um, we've played expansive football, like 22 points last weekend. You know, that just shows, and you said in the start of the year that your team was set up, and the key word is balance. Yeah, it's going it's not going to be like you won't beat Dublin playing 14 men behind the ball no people are and you're not going to improve yourself either by playing that shutting up shop so it's that balance like you talk about it is it's 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 keeping 
your defensive situation, right? Obviously, a good intensive shape with good pressure on them. Obviously, the brilliant forwards and the great movement. But, you know, the thing that you could learn about Dublin is not the 1v1 quality with the likes of the players they have and the physicality and the, the fitness they have. It's it's the decision decisions they make and how they control games by, you know, they know at this stage how to break down a 14-man defence. Yeah, they yeah. know how to go slick and fast you know, if there is space there, to know how to control the game. And it, these are the things that all the other teams should be learning, in my opinion, and what we, you know, try and learn from, and we will learn from the actual game itself. Um, The 1v1 situation is they're really talented guys and they're really fit and they're really strong. Just they're, they're pure athletes. But the organisation thing will be always the, the thing that I'll look at and see what we can do better. Will, will uh, 27, the minor final, be, like, is that's always there in your head too? It is, yeah, and it's, it's a, uh, it was a great fill-up for the county to get to a minor final after so many years, but it was an enjoyable experience for me. I much preferred the Kerry game in the quarterfinal in Portlaoise, whereas there was actually similar scores. But there you go to the binary situation again. Dublin beat us by twelve. We were poor. We didn't perform in the final. Yeah. Kerry beat us by ten, but we were delighted with our performance because we competed against an absolute. Uh, juggernaut of a minor yeah, team yeah, yeah. and the performance against Kerry was much much better so um, it's just all about competing and staying in the game um, and afterwards we, we look and see what the result would be the result we obviously want the positive result we're not passing it up but um, you know if we perform we can we will have a positive result and you have respect for Jim and the line that would be great to be going head to head with it, him it'll be just a, it's a privilege really to stand the same sideline as him because He's done what he's done culturally, what he's done to the county. You know, they're always one of the big boys, but for him to come in and change it, what we've done since whatever it was, 2011, is just phenomenal, really. Um, a lot of respect from the way he carries himself now. He's a, he's, he's a good, good man and brilliant manager. Have you any dealings with him? Have you had any dealings with him? I haven't, I haven't really, no. Um, I met him briefly at the championship launch, shook hands with him. I met him briefly here last year at a challenge match, but uh, he's a... Uh, He's top of the pile, there's no doubt about it. And is there is there a secret WhatsApp group among all the county managers to try and take down this Dublin Empire? <laughs> oh, that's probably a good <laughs> idea. Maybe we should put that out there. But um, no, but um, I think they have to deal with that, really, don't they? They have to deal with the fact that everybody wants to take a scalp off them, and you know, particularly this year where there's, there's a historic five in a row potentially for them, but... No, it's not. It's it's about us learning. It's about us improving. At the end of the day, what Dublin do is what Dublin do. But we 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 all want to see Loud doing well, and we have to make sure. I keep saying it, we have to make sure that we can consistently over a league campaign, over a championship campaign, yeah. deliver a high quality performance that's going to engage the people and you know improve the culture in the county. So you know, I wouldn't say we're we're, we're a tiny bit down the road from that because we had a little bit of positivity this year, but there's loads to go. Like. Have you feel, have you felt that you've nearly progressed a little bit further than you thought? Well, you... I'd say we're just I say we're just around par, really. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? If I would have said we would have, if we had to get promotion, we would have been a wee bit ahead. But we're just, I, I expected an improvement in the guys, and they certainly the guys have been fantastic. They certainly have improved, but we've a long way to go. Like you know, we still have a lot of work to do, and it's about just not introducing too much too soon and. You know, just getting them right and 
they're very they're, they're brilliant to work with. Their 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 commitment is second to none. They really are, and everything that that's given to them, they absorb and take on board, and they learn all the time. Even this week in training, now, um, you can see you can see improvements from session to session, and that's why this game is a good barometer of where we are. You know, it could turn out to be a difficult game, could turn out to be a brilliant day. So. We just have to wait and see. From speaking to the players, they're all like they're mad for it. It's not like you probably have a better awareness of that being from the county and living in the county that everyone's like, oh, now they're playing the dubs. Mm. This player and this group, they want the dubs. This shows the mindset they have. Like they're good players. Doesn't matter where they're from. They're, they're, they want to test themselves against the best. Yeah, that's the way it should be. Like you know, like. They need to see where they are as players, as individuals. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? See, they come up against the best. And we're certainly playing the best. So, yeah, no, there's a good appetite for it. As you said, when the draw was made, I was positive about it. Um, the lead up to it's going to be great. Um, let's just make sure that we get our work done and we perform. And then we perform as best as we can. Then we'll have a good chance of a positive outcome. Um, whatever the score will be, we'll see. But, you know, we just have to stay positive and make sure we perform. Yeah, they're not shying away from it either. Like they're they're gonna go, they're gonna go at it. Like you can sense that they're not going to, like go into their shells. No, not. I think that the advantage of that is that it's not the first championship game in the season. Like we we were a wee bit rusty after, um, the break, you know, the club break and coming into the Wexford game. So we haven't got that excuse now. We're, we're firing on all cylinders. We've lads a little bit fitter than the line that we're carrying knocks. So that's a positive too. So. Yeah, the boys are the boys can't wait. Um, we're really looking forward to it. And you have a bit, you have a Dublin background as well. Your rumor has it you're in the same state growing up as, as Stephen Kenny. That was pretty bizarre. <laughs> yeah, and when you I found that, that out, yeah, that was that was mad. Me, myself, and my family. Just before I started primary school, we lived in Tala, and um, so we were born in Dublin. My sister started school in in Tala. Um, but uh, yeah, and then I didn't realize that till this year. So that's a bit that's a bit mad. Me auntie and uncle are mad dubs. Is is your mother or father? Is no, 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 no. We were allowed. yeah. They just dad was just uh, working in Dublin at the time, so we're both originally from here. But me auntie still lives in Tallinn now, and uh, they're mad dubs. So right, right. That's gonna be interesting. Oh, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant! It's great to have that. Yeah. Really. The the liberty and give it. Yeah. To oh yeah. Give as much. Give as much back to them. Um, I suppose that that's great. Thanks for your thanks for all your time. I suppose being a Liverpool fan as well, <laughs> you want to you want to take it out in the sky blue jersey, whatever way you can. Yeah, and just glad the game's not clashing with the Champions League final. <laughs> That'd be a disaster altogether. But no, yeah, it'd be good. Uh, be good to get one over the Blues. Alright. You're not going to. Are you going to Madrid? I'm not going to make it. No. Um, I I did try, but it's just a bit. And plus, you know, we'll have a game the fall. Well, we might have a game the following week, so we have to prepare to be professional. Well, Wayne, on behalf of all the county, and I wish you the best of luck. And yeah, thank you very much. So far, you've been representing the county really well. Yeah, continue. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, I really, really enjoyed that podcast. Um, went into a lot of detail. Even even got interrupted by the one and only Simon Fagan, the guardian of Darver. Um, and even Simon couldn't knock Wayne off a stride. Just really, really sensible talk. Really 
ground and talk and really stuff that makes you humble that can only bode well for the lads to instill a bit of confidence and a bit, instill that bit of security about them because they, they have that sense like they're, they're, they know who they are and there's an air of quiet confidence in every single player um, and Wayne just exudes that as well so really looking forward to, really looking forward to seeing what he actually comes up with what plan he comes up with on the day what schemes are coming up with um, I suppose yeah like let's get into it yeah let's go let's get into the the Dublin match uh, preview okay so right let's get one thing sorted first let's get the let's get the loud team sorted will there be any changes uh, in a word no I I, I I can't see there being changes I I still think he'll go with the same 15 he'll uh, He'll, he'll keep the boys in reserve maybe Derek Maguire comes into the reserve as well that might be a change um, I would I think I would I would put Ryan Burns in I would put Ryan Burns in the team the way he played he, there's no point in holding him he likes playing in Port Leash as well get him into the starting 15 somewhere uh, Conor Brannigan missed out the last day as well Derek Maguire could he come into the reckoning Conor Grimes didn't get off the bench so there is possibilities and there is kind of scope for change and scope for uh, inclusions definitely like the, like the lads that come off the bench really really like stood up and I don't think it's a case of holding them in reserve anymore um, but I think Wayne might be true like might be true to that starting 15 they got him there they didn't perform overly terrible like you're looking at Sam Mulroy being taken out of the team Declan Bourne being taken out of the team both of those played well Declan Bourne had three second half points uh, Andy McDonald's the other forward Jim played well Kieran Downey played well got a point when we, when we were on top uh, Colin McKeever had a, had a really good game for Loudy the goal chance kicked the point so there's, there's, there's like wouldn't surprise me if there was no changes and I would like to see changes though I'd like to see I'd like to see the lads being brought in and maybe change it up for it's a it's a different proposition where we face the next day and that will have to be tweaked and configured into Wayne's thinking and I think he will like what's really refreshing is uh, let's talk about tactics now so that that fairly swift end of the uh, the team picking but I don't think there's actually uh, I don't think there's any injuries either so I don't think there'll be actually any surprises or major overhauls in the team because of the tactics which I'm speaking about Wayne says that every player you speak to says that I mentioned in the in the chat with him that um, it's it's uh, it's 90% loud 10% Dublin and I've truly believe that um, and it's, it's it's it might still be about Dublin but it's 90% how what they can control against Dublin and I think the tactics will be I think there'll be a certain pragmatism I think there'll be a certain um, shutting up shop maybe clogging up the wings more so than down the middle I think we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll give Dublin something to think about but I don't think you I don't think you learn anything if you pack it with 15 men behind the ball against Dublin you're inevitably going to get beaten 
in any way you play them so you might as well try and play with a big scope for learning like if you're playing that expansive game or playing that game of football it's nice to be positive it's nice to uh, be punished at that level if you're going out and trying to feed the ball in it has to be a really good ball and it'll just show the required levels that you'll have to get at to to win that ball and they shut up shop too like so we'll we'll learn from that how they how they structure it the kickouts are a massive part of it like when you look at it airily like Tommy and Peach will compete with anyone in the air um, but it's not simply about the air for the kickouts for Dublin a lot of the wing backs wing forwards move into the space the wing forwards like Connolly and Flynn when they were on the wings for Dublin just were making all stars out of the kickouts just timing the run plucking the ball this is before they even the mark came into, came into play so that's that's the way it'll go I think it'll be a really a really uh, exciting kind of way of playing and that, that 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 bodes well for this team to develop because it looks to me like this team's going to be a, there's a core there that's going to be there for a long time and this is really going to be one of those one of those uh, key instructional days where they like they learned a lot they learned a ton because you've seen it from last year they learned a ton from the National League um, they brought in with them this year and Wayne will learn as well so he has that narrative out there that whatever happens they're going to learn so people are their expectations are taken down and is so what if they do get beat if they show glimmers and if they bring it and they highlight loud for something positive well then you're on to a winner really you can't you can't really be caught out from that but a couple of the key, like, key battles and like it'll be fascinating like that's the best thing about this you're going to be rubbing shoulders with the with the the cream of the crop like the creme de la creme like you're looking at Brian Menton in the middle of the field maybe Tommy Doran goes on him Tommy's awkward enough to, to, to cause him problems and annoy him and get in his face and go the other way and kick a pint on him as well so he'll bring the best out of Tommy um, Andy McDonald and probably more than likely be picked up by Philly McMahon or maybe Johnny Cooper to go out the field a little bit Rory O'Carroll does he start at full back um, Sam Mulroy Sam Mulroy could have a really good game against Dublin it's that sort of game that sort of setting that he could set, set himself up for a really good game John Clutterbuck picks up either one of those wing forwards and if, if the kickouts go down that channel he's more than able to leap he's probably a, a really higher a more explosive leap than these Dublin guys and that, that's no that's no that's not taken lightly because once you see John take off it's 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 really powerful. He goes on Howard or Scully. Anthony Williams has a history of marking him in the Bourne Cup final that a couple of years ago as well. Um and then you're looking at James Craven's probably our best man marker. But uh he he probably might go on oh, Costello and then with, with Mannion might go full forward. And a man that's been kind of quiet all year, probably compared to last year, probably because he's been more protected. But he's still playing really well. Had a tremendous block as Wexford. That's Emma Carlin. I expect Emma Carlin to have a monumental game. I, I nearly expect people and pundits to be coming away from Port Leash Saturday night saying, Jesus, who is Loud's fullback? He is some bit of stuff. Because he, when he's playing the best, the best. Uh, the best of 
Emma Carlin comes out. Same with Fergal Donahue beside him as well. They're all young. They're they're capable. They're they're really going to go for it, and it's going to be it's going to be brilliant. It's going to be absolutely brilliant. I feel as well as going that sort of like chat any of the players, any of the backroom staff. They want to play Dublin. They have that mindset where they're like, I want to play Dublin. I want to get stuck into them. I want to be tested. I don't care. I, they kind of have this innocence and this sense of no fear about them that they don't realise what's coming down the track. It's that sort of that lovely innocence, but it's it's a crazy innocence as well. And that craziness sometimes makes things happen. Like you have that ravenous nature in them. You have that that dog where it just never stops, never stops going, oblivious to what's going on and, and what's co- could be coming out against them I think that'll make them enjoy the day it'll make them embrace the day and I think they're primed I really do think they're primed for a really good performance Uh, and regardless I think they'll bring whatever happens into the next round if it's a Leinster semi-final or the first round of qualifiers I don't think this is the the end point in our season by a long stretch and I just can't wait for it. I really can't wait. I'd like to thank Healthy Foods for uh, for getting involved as well and, and sponsoring the podcast. They've been a really great help and they've got um, really great backing from the county as well. So it's great that uh, people have been mentioning loud and proud. They, uh, they also offer food and meals to, um, to clubs and ladies clubs and men's clubs, Camogie. There's a big uptake in the ladies football uh, recently. So that's brilliant to offer your food before and after games and during training sessions as well so they also offer that that um, healthy food delivery service uh, um, as well so it's brilliant really good check them out on Facebook healthy with an eye meals and uh, so I suppose that's all that's all I have to say I just really can't wait I, I forgot to even mention like the likes of James McCarthy um, Kieran Kilkenny Jim Gavin on the line what does Jim Gavin take at Dublin? Has he? I know there was Dublin lads at the Wexford game. What's their plan for Loud? Where, like, where are we going to learn if they go right for something, right for the juggler, whatever our weaknesses are? We'll know that going forward, and we'll we'll work on it and we'll improve it. Um, we see aspects of our game that are really good, and we didn't realise that was that good. So we take belief into it. Uh, Fergus Sheiky against uh, Stephen Cluxton interview recently done with him he, he just uh, idolised Cluxton and he's modelled his game off him but uh, he lived no bother emulating him uh, on the field the same pitch on the other end so it's brilliant it's fascinating there's loads of stories I'll have um, live Instagram I'll have a live sorry Facebook feeds before during and after the usual um, I'll have Instagram story as well there'll be loads of tweets going on so uh, thanks for everyone for getting involved and getting tuned in. And there'll be loads up on Instagram actually during the week uh, at Loud Proud. So it's great. Just can't wait. Come on, Loud! I cannot wait for to head down to Port Leash and f- see whatever unfolds. It's going to be absolutely fascinating. I know the handicap is 17 points. <coughs> um, hopefully we'll we we'll get under that and maybe give them a bit of a shock throughout. But. These lads are determined to make Loud proud and I really think they will. I really hope they will. Um, thanks very much for listening. Thanks very much for Wayne to take his time out of such a busy week to uh, 
talk to, to me and the Loud and Proud podcast. Thanks to Simon Fagan, really good lad, for interrupting it as well. Um, okay, all that's left is one last. Come on, Loud!